It's time to swing into the golf world of today with Springdale Golf Live. Sponsored by our friends at the New Jersey Golf Foundation. Here's your host, Keith Stewart. Members, friends, and players, good afternoon and welcome to Springdale Golf Live. I'm your host, Keith Stewart. Thank you for tuning in to Fox Sports 920, The Jersey. Today is going to be an awesome Friday show. Golf is booming, and we are starting with a national champion who recently had the best day of his life. PGA professional, national champion Alex Beach is with us today. And, uh, well, you know what? It's Friday. Let it play. That's the song of the week there. That's Best Day of My Life by American Authors. And it's an honor of our guest today, our national champion here of the PGA of America, Alex Beach. Alex, good afternoon. Welcome to Springdale Golf Live. How are you today, man? I'm doing great, Keith. Thanks for having me. Well, you know what? It, it is my esteemed pleasure, as we've known each other for a couple of years now and, and when you worked in New Jersey, and uh, to watch you on the Golf Channel go out and win that whole thing, man, I couldn't be more proud, more excited. I get goosebumps just thinking about watching you come down the stretch and doing your thing, because I, I know what, what a great player you are, and uh, I'm so happy you have the time leading up to Beth Page to come on and talk to my listeners. So uh, how, how are you doing these days? You must be doing pretty good, man. <laughs> uh, you know what? Things are things are really good. Um, you know, very happy with how last week went. Obviously, uh, you know, a huge personal accomplishment. Um, you know, just kind of taking it day by day. But uh, that was always the goal, and it, it's still a bit surreal that it happened. But uh, again, couldn't be happier and happy to share the the time with you today. Well, you know what? Currently, folks, we are talking to Alex Beach, and he is the teaching professional over at Westchester Country Club just outside of New York City, a member of the Met PGA, and he is our national champion from the PGA of America. He won last week down at Belfair in South Carolina, and you know, I'm sure all week you've had a bunch of media stuff going on, and people love to ask you about, you know, what were your feelings like on the 17th tee box, or, you know, what'd you order at the turn, but that's not Springdale Golf Live. You know me well enough that we need to get into more of the pop culture of golf and we need to entertain the fans so since you got done how did you celebrate who'd you celebrate with and what have you been up to i mean i mean you just achieved a humongous goal i mean you had to do something fun tell us about it sure you know it uh gosh i hope i don't disappoint with this story but you know after winning um you know the the next two hours uh, was spent doing interviews and photos and kind of getting pulled around with the trophy and, and you know, doing all that great stuff. Um, but after that, I was fortunate I was staying on property at Belfair all week uh, with the host family, the Obergs, who were, were just exceptional. And um, they invited my family over. My mom and dad were there. My aunt and uncle were in town. And we ordered a bunch of pizzas and we had a few drinks and, you know, kind of watched the, the tournament again. Um, I'll be honest, physically and mentally, I was shot. I was tired, um, obviously still riding all the emotions of winning. Um, but, you know, we kind of just had a low-key night in, celebrated. And then uh, I spent the following day in Savannah well, with my girlfriend, just kind of having a day to really let things sink in. And then I flew back, and it's kind of been a normal work week since then, which is 
you know, really how I, I think I best prepare for events like this. So when you were walking around Savannah with your girlfriend, did you carry the trophy or did you make her carry it that day? <laughs> you know what? I, I don't know if she could lift it. it it's a pretty heavy trophy, but uh, funny enough, I actually sent it up to New York with my caddy. Uh, he was driving out to the Hamptons the next day where he works, and he was kind enough to bring the, uh, the large crystal trophy and drop it off at Westchester. So, um, you know, we spent a little bit of time with it that night. Uh, it, it does fit a lot of drinks, I, I will tell you your viewership that um but yeah it's pretty fun to have it uh, in my possession now well good for you and uh all right so who sent you the best celebratory text or voicemail which one was maybe a surprise or a fun one um who sent you the best note well i tell you what i I received an overwhelming amount of uh, support and messages and calls from everybody um i think our dear friend matt mckeon did a pretty nice job with his um but again, it was just, it's so nice to see all the, the New Jersey professionals, all my new friends in the Met section, um, you know, guys and, and gals that I've worked with over the years and the members. And, um, you know, Ben Hoff, my new boss, was very quick to text me every day. And, and he gave me some pep talk. And, um, but, you know, I'll, I'll give a little credit to Maddie. He always does a nice job with those. I'm going to have to ask him uh, what he sent over at some point next time I see him. And uh, you know what? Hey, to, to the winners, go the spoils, my friend. And the first perk is right now with the new schedule on the PGA Tour is that you're prepping to go over to Bethpage Black and play in the PGA Championship. So have you gone over to play a practice round yet? I mean, you've been kind of on a whirlwind tour here. Take me through what you've been up to getting ready for Bethpage. Sure. Um, I was able to sneak over there on Wednesday um, at, at Ben Hoffine's request. My boss, he wanted to go over because I've never played there. Um, you know, spending all those years in New Jersey, uh, you know, we don't have the state open there like a lot of the Met guys do. And so it was all new to me. Um, but we went over Wednesday morning and had a great time. I mean, the only professionals there were myself, Tiger, and Phil Mickelson. So, you know, it's nice to be in the conversation with those three guys at any level. But it was fun seeing them out there practicing and doing the same things that we were. So I think a testament to I'm doing the right thing. Um, and it was great. You know, it, it's a, it's a big, big golf course. I'm sure for anyone listening that's played it, they know exactly, you know, what's ahead for us. Um, it's long and it's mean, but it's not unfair. The rough is thick. The greens are, are firm. I've never seen a concrete paver roll the greens until last week. Um, and uh, it's going to be a great test of golf, but uh, that's been the only chance I've had to sneak over there up to this point. But I'll head out Monday morning and uh, you know get to work on those three practice round days. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that. So what's the plan for next week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, practice round? Do you have them scheduled already? Um, the fans that are local here, if they want to come out and see you playing your practice rounds, do you, do you know around what time you're playing? Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave Connecticut Monday morning, probably after traffic. So you know, plan on practicing most of Monday afternoon. Um, Tuesday, myself and the other 19 PGA professionals uh, have to be there in the morning to do some photos and whatnot. So probably play a little earlier on Tuesday. And and another perk of winning the tournament, I was uh, invited to the Champions Dinner uh, with the tour guys on Tuesday night. So I probably won't be playing that afternoon. I'll be figuring out which tie to wear. And I may call you for that. I know you've got a nice collection of jackets and ties. Maybe I'll borrow something fun. <laughs> um, and then, uh, you know, Wednesday, probably sneak out mid-afternoon and, and play a little bit. But, uh, you know, one thing I learned last time playing in the PGA Championship at Quail Hollow was just how to, 
you know, manage my time during a week like that. There's so much going on and there's so much energy and your heart wants to be out in front of it. Um, but I'm not a big practicer. And so I kind of have to stick to my routine and, you know, I'll be there with the fans as much as I can, but I'll also take a decent amount of time away and, and spend with my family, just kind of, uh, resting my mind and body. Well, I tell you what, first things first, I am, you, you know, you have my cell, you can call me anytime and I'll get you dialed in for that dinner. You know, I mean, you're a handsome man. You know, I, if I was your oh, agent, I mean, I would be talking to people. I mean, you are a marketable entity here, folks. I'm not kidding. <laughs> you know, if you're listening and you've got the means with which to sponsor Alex Beach, I'm telling you flat out, you can hear how well-spoken he is. He is he is an athlete. I mean, he is just unbelievable player. He's powerful out there. And, um, you know, I mean, for sure. You, you, but, you know, I think the world of you. And I want to get back to what you're talking about with Quail Hollow, right? So this is your second major championship experience you were there in 2017 when justin thomas won down there in north carolina so how are you as you sit back and you prepare now what's the biggest difference or two biggest differences in the way that you're going to approach this week either mentally or physically versus in 2017 sure you know uh, going into 2017 um i had the goal of really enjoying the week um you know, there, there's no guarantee in this game. I didn't know if that would be one of one uh, experience on the PGA Tour for me or, or one of many, which is, you know, certainly my goal. Um, so I just really wanted to soak it all in, enjoy it, you know, kind of make it more of a family experience, obviously still try to play well. Um, but I always told myself, you know, I remember flying home on Sunday, you know, after missing the cut, but, you know, played well. And it's such a new experience playing in front of that many people and dealing with the media and all those fun things. Um, but I remember telling myself if ever I was granted a chance to do it again, I think I would have different expectations. And so as I look ahead to next week, you know, now I kind of know how to manage the week in terms of, you know, getting around and finding a place to stay and, and you know, surrounding myself with the people who are going to help me be successful um, and now I really want to focus and have the same mindset that I had last week at the PNC, which really was grown from my experience at Quail Hollow, where, you know, initially if I could play 36 holes of focused, patient golf, um, I know my game can hold up. And if I do what I'm capable of, you know, I can be in the mix. And just really taking it, it sounds cliche, but one shot at a time, one hole at a time, not thinking about winning or to the top 20 and, um, and all those things. And, you know, my goal is always to win. I think if you show up to a tournament with any other goal, you're selling yourself short. So, you know, I'm going to prepare the best I can. And, um, you know, I've been very fortunate. I do have a lot of great sponsors and the membership at Westchester and Balthasar and Ridgewood and all this local support. So I'm going to feed off that and, and just go take it one shot at a time. It's, it's a big golf course, which I think my game suits. Um, but, uh, you know, much like the other guys in the field, we're all going to have to play well to put up a good score, but it's out there. So, you know, just really be patient and play my game and, you know, maybe be aggressive at times when I feel like it's uh, appropriate to do so. But, you know, it's just one shot at a time, one day at a time, and uh, we'll be okay. 
Well, I tell you, folks, those are really good tournament experience words to live by right there. I hope my listeners are paying attention. And we are talking to Alex Beach, who's the teaching professional up at Westchester Country Club. And he is our 52nd national champion of the PGA of America. And next week, he's going to play in the PGA Championship. And, you know, one of the things that's, that I've always admired about you, Alex, is that you, um, you know, you carry yourself so well. And I, I know this about you, and you, you may or may not like that I bring this up, but I, I tell you, those people out there that are going to sponsor you are going to love the fact that you're an Eagle Scout. So you are a straight up great guy, right? Who was a big influence on you as a kid or maybe as a mentor in the PGA business that has that has helped you turn out this way to be such a great role model for young junior golfers? Well, that, that, first of all, that's very kind of you to say. Um, you know, growing up in Minnesota, which is home for me, I think they're very well known for kind hearted people and, and you know, going to school at Nebraska, kind of the heart of the Midwest, I was surrounded by great people. And not that it's any different on the East Coast, but, um, you know, my, my first and foremost mentor would be my parents, my mom and my dad. Um, in terms of the Eagle Scout thing, my grandfather was one, my dad was one. And, you know, going through that process as a kid, learning those values and learning those traits and, and skills and things like that, um, and, you know, it, it, much like, you know, now being a national championship, I was always taught, you know, do things that will stay with you. Um, you know, I will forever be an Eagle Scout. I will forever be a Nebraska Cornhusker. I will forever be now a national championship. And those are things that I wear very proudly. Um, but it's a sign of work. You know, the work that goes into it, that was always put into me. You know, I was very fortunate. I could have been given a lot of things, but they saw it uh, as important for me to earn it. And I look back and I'm forever grateful for having that mentality. And, um, you know, I've learned that anything is achievable with, you know, the right support and the right effort. Um, I've had some ups and downs. You know, I wasn't always on top like I am this week, that's for sure. And I know you know that probably as well as anybody, um, you know, through what happened a few years ago. So certainly my parents. And then as a professional, you know, gosh, I've had there's an endless list of, of people I could name who, have helped me grow, you know, all the clubs that I've been fortunate to work at um, in D.C. and at Ridgewood and Baltusrol and, and now for Ben here, um, as well as just a lot of those top players. You know, those are guys I looked to early in my career for advice. And, you know, how, how did they get to their point? And they were kind enough to share their path with me and allowed me to create my own little journey and my own roadmap. Um, so there's countless people to thank. But, you know, first and foremost, I think it starts at home. Well, I tell you what, then, you know, I, when I am out, I'm going to go out to Beth page next week, we're doing the show live on Friday and I'm going to find your mom and dad then. And I'm, you know, I'm going to give your mom a hug and give your dad, you know, a handshake, a hearty handshake to say, Hey, you guys must be so proud because dude, you are well on your way to being a legend. And part of becoming a legend is that you have to go through some trying times. And it's a tradition here on the show that we do a little rapid fire Q and a, because my listeners love to get to know my guests. So I'm going to hit you with a couple questions here. Uh, you up for this or what? You ready? Uh, you, you know I'm up for it. I know you are. I know you are. But, you know, I mean, it's, you know, FCC. I got to throw disclaimers out there just to make sure. All right, here we go. You ready? All right. So you talked about it earlier, right? You're, you're there to win. All right. So who would be your ideal final pairing on Sunday? Oh, gosh. Uh, Come on, man. You said, you said you're ready. You and who? Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, I'll say me, Justin Thomas, and Ricky Fowler. All right. Favorite athlete? Uh, Tiger Woods. 
After winning the PNC, you throw a huge party up here in New York. Who comes to play the music? You. Oh, oh man, I love it. Best part of your game? Um, finding a way to make par. All right. Part that needs the most work before next week? Forgetting ways to make bogeys. What is something popular that's out now that bugs you? Game of Thrones. You and me both. On a scale of one <laughs> to ten, rate your rate your dancing. My dancing? Your dancing, yes. Uh, it goes up one point with every Coors Light I have. All right. If you were reincarnated as an animal, what would you be? Cheetah. Morning, noon, or night person? Night. Name a guilty pleasure. Uh, dressing like Keith Stewart. When you hear the word athlete, who is the first person you think of? Oh, gosh. Uh, I have to go back to Tiger. All right. Well, hey, you know what? Consider that preparation for getting in front of the media next week at Beth Page Black. <laughs> All right, my friend? It's not All as right. easy as it looks sometimes, you know? But No, it, no. This is tough. And it, I mean, and you make it look easy on the golf course. I've played golf with you, man. You are as smooth as they come. And I tell you what, I hope that you believe in yourself and you follow your parents' lead and you achieve more of your goals next week. I'll be there rooting for you, and I know that you know the greater New York City area will as well. Alex Beach, thanks so much for being on Springdale Golf Live, dude. I wish you the best, and um, you know, hopefully, I I could call you on again in a couple weeks and and say you made the cut, and we could talk about it some more. Anytime. I'm happy to do it, and thanks for uh, thinking of me and having me on the show. All right, man. Good luck next week. Go get him. Thanks very much. Thanks. All right, folks. There he is, Alex Beach, national champion, local guy, golfer, professional. Awesome. Just just love Alex to death, and thank him for being here. You know what? It's 3.15 p.m. here in Princeton. Thanks for tuning in to Fox Sports 920, The Jersey. You know what? Go enjoy something at the halfway house. We'll be back after this. The New Jersey Golf Foundation, the charitable arm of the NJPGA section, is committed to positively impacting lives and communities through the game of golf with a focus on three core pillars, youth, military, and special needs, the NJGF delivers dynamic programming under the guidance of PGA professionals so individuals from all backgrounds can experience the game of golf in a welcoming environment. To support the NJGF or learn more about programs and special events, visit njgolffoundation.org. That's njgolffoundation.org. Springdale Golf Club members have been enjoying a club that's been a part of the Princeton community for nearly 125 years with the best golf and social experience in our region. But did you know about the benefits that extend beyond the boundaries of the club through its agreement with Troon Purvey, the private club operating division of Troon Golf Management? Springdale's historical significance, William Flynn Design with challenging greens, blended with a dedicated team of associates now combined with Troon's operational expertise, are taking the club to the next level and commitment to the member experience just announced as a significant expansion of the Troon Purvey Privileges Program. This Vanguard Service Initiative includes enhanced golf and lifestyle benefits that extend far beyond the fairways. For more information about the club and all the amazing fun things we have planned for 2019, please take a moment and visit our website at www.springdalegc.org forward slash Troon Purvey or call 855 855- 
888-255-1265. Let's get back on course as Springdale Golf Live continues on Fox Sports 920 The Jersey. Once again, Keith Stewart. Welcome back to Springdale Golf Live. I'm Keith Stewart, and you're listening to Fox Sports 920, The Jersey. You know, it's kind of, it's really exhilarating to talk to a national champion like that. So I'm going to play another song for Mr. Alex Beach here. really good that's their song on top of the world i tell you what no no let's bring it back on bring it back in can you bring it in for me there it is hit it i'm on top of the world yeah i'm on top of the world yeah i'm on top of the world yeah alex peach on top of the world man on top of the pga world congratulations my friend all right thanks joe appreciate it there he's paying attention to my need for the music i love it Great job. All right. Well, you know what? Having Alex Beach there um, and to talk to him and as he preps for Beth Page next week, I mean, it's such a big deal. He's going to play in his second major championship. And, you know, as a club professional, it's 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 a goal and a dream just to get to be that top 20 that qualifies from that event. But he won the whole thing. And I mean, as I mentioned that we were talking about during that segment, he's going to get to play six PGA Tour events. He gets six exemptions and he gets to play in the PGA Championship. He's going to the Champions Dinner. He's going to be on the PGA Cup team. He's going to have all these wonderful things, and he's so deserving of that. But I'm going to tell you a quick story about Alex Beach. So I met Alex probably five years ago, and we were at an education seminar at Baltusrol. And it was being hosted by our uh, good friend of the show, Jason Carbone, who's the director of instruction up there. And Carbone, they were doing a a tech thing with TrackMan, and they had all this... um, you know, talk. Mike Adams was there too, and, and they're talking about different numbers on TrackMan. And they said, "Can we get a volunteer from the audience to come up and hit a couple of golf balls?" So Alex says, "You know what? He's sitting in kind of the first or second row, and and he says, you know what? I'll I'll hit some golf balls.' And you know, he's wearing like driving moccasins. You know, he's he's wearing like loafers, and he's dressed with like a button-down shirt, and you know, a real nice pair of khakis or slacks or whatever he had on that day. And he gets up and. He, he's like there. So Jason says, he goes, you know, Alex, what club do you want to hit? He's like, I'll hit driver, whatever you want me to hit. And he goes, but I'm a lefty. And Jason says, that's all right. So they, they go and they grab him a lefty driver and, and they give it to him. And he says, okay. And he takes a couple of practice swings, kind of real hard ones like Phil Mickelson, you know, of course, another lefty, but it reminds me of kind of the way Phil warms up where he swings real hard at first just to kind of loosen up the muscles, get the blood flowing. And then Alex tees it up. And he just absolutely nukes this ball through the back of the range at Baltusrol in loafers. He hits this thing, and then the TrackMan numbers come up. And Jason Carbone, who's seen a couple things on TrackMan in his career as director of instruction, I mean, he worked for McLean, Murfield Village. I mean, he's been he, Jack Nicholas, everything. And Carbone looks at the at the laptop, and he looks at the numbers. And he goes, uh, "So the carry on that for the crowd, he has to say out loud what it was." So he says, "So the carry on that was three ten, three ten in loafers." Well, you know what, Alex Beach? You're going to need all that and then some for the black next week. We wish you the best of luck. And, uh, you know, because for right now, the people you're going against, the Brooks Kepkas of the world and the Jordan Spieths, they're down there at the Byron Nelson at Trinity Forest in Texas. And they're all competing. And uh, looking at the leaderboard, um, 
you know what? The I'm going to look this up right now. Let's see who's leading. We're in the middle of the second round. We've got Sum Kang leading Matt Avery, uh, 10 under, uh, 16 under Sum Kang. Oh, man, he shot 61 today. That's unbelievable. Well, hey, one of the people that I, you know everyone's been watching, and he's right here tied for fifth, and that's Jordan Spieth. And Jordan shot 67 this morning, so he's 7 under. He's a bunch back, but it looks like he's getting his game in order for what's going to about to take place next week at Beth Page Black over there in Long Island, the PGA Champion. But one of the people I really want to talk about at the Byron Nelson is Tony Romo. And everyone that listens to the show knows that I'm a really big believer in having, you know, crossover interest in golf. And I think it's kind of neat that we've rolled Tony Romo out now once or twice on the PGA Tour. But at the same time, I started thinking about this and I was talking with some other golf media folks at a, uh, a really nice event that I went to last night that was hosted by our guest last week, Katie Rudolph, in the first tee of Metropolitan New York. And it was just a r- really, really nice event last night that my wife Lori and I went to. And we were up at Liberty National and our host there, Danny Schleichert, who's the director of golf, um, you know, fantastic party last night on behalf of them and the young benefactors. And we were up there. I even ran into old member from the club, Mikey Kolar, and I saw him. He's doing well. And, you know, everyone's listening to the show and, and he's lived he's living in New York and Philly he's going back and forth at work so big hello to Mike Kolar love that guy uh, great supporter fantastic story about Mike and uh, me and my tangents here right fantastic story about Mike a couple years ago in the three day member guest he made a hole in one and he's he, he's always a legend in my mind for that for the rest of my tenure that's for sure but getting back to what we were talking about there and preparing for Beth Page and now this week at the Byron Nelson we got Tony Romo out there and Tony Romo is going to miss the cut again in this event and I'm kind of done with this just for a minute and I'm not going to be like super opinionated about this but I'm just going to mention this we are getting a lot of really great storylines out of the PGA Tour. There are these young winners that have been happening all year. Kevin Tway, Cameron Champ, Adam Long, Martin Trainer, Corey Connors. Corey Connors was a Monday qualifier, gets into the Texas Open, wins, and then the next week he gets to play in the Masters. So I get it. I mean, Tony Romo is a really, really popular guy in Texas, and they put him in the PGA Tour event, and that might sell tickets. But at the end of the day, these stories about these young professionals Keith Mitchell, C.T. Pan, the guy that won last week, Max Homa. I mean, just an unbelievable story of perseverance. I mean, almost 30%. We've had 29 PGA Tour events so far this year, and eight of them have been these new winners that no one's even heard of. These perseverance guys, these perseverance pros, we'll call them, right? At the risk of making too much of a tongue twister. So, 30% of the wins this year has been that type of professional. And with Tony Romo in the field, we don't get Martin Trader, or we don't get Cameron Champ, or we don't get Max Homa. And these guys are really, really good. I mean, they put the odds on Tony Romo to win the tournament this week at 10,000 to 1. And the next closest guy was 500 to 1. So that goes to show you that really they're just kind of parading them out there for the tickets. So I'm going to call up the PGA Tour and our friends down there. I'm just going to say, hey, you know, maybe we should think about this a little more. And, and maybe they're not in control. Maybe it's the site themselves and the sponsors that pick, you know, who gets to play in this. Um, you know, I could understand if it's a past champion. But at the end of the day, these young guys are doing a really, really good job. And you know what? I, I celebrate that. So I'm going to switch my stance on the Tony Romo thing. And I'm going to say, you know what? 
Let's get more of these young guys out there, and congratulations to all of them this year. And I hope we get eight more before the season's over, because it's really good. That and about eight more Tiger wins, and I'll be satisfied. But uh, speaking of satisfied, you know what? We had a great Kentucky Derby party last week at the club. It was a welcome back to the members. There was like 200 people there. I know there's a little controversy about the horse race, but this isn't a horse racing show, so I'll let that go. But it was a really good day at the club. We had men's opening day, and things are kicking off. The weather's good. We have a ping demo day over there this afternoon. There's a lot of fun things going over there at Springdale, which is good because as the director of fun, I have to make sure that those things happen. I got a couple other news and notes here I want to go over before we get out of here this afternoon. Uh, very much a good luck to Coach Will Green and the men's Princeton golf team who's heading down to NCAA regionals in Athens, Georgia. They're going to the University of Georgia's course down there and they're going to play and they're going to try to compete for the NCAA finals. So big deal there. Congratulations to Tiger Woods for getting the Presidential Medal of Freedom. You know, of 33 athletes that have gotten that, he's the only active athlete to ever have won that award. And I'm getting the call sign here that tells me I got about 60 seconds to go. So I'm going to jump on our sponsors here and I'm going to say, hey, thanks to all those that love and support Springdale Golf Live. And that's New Jersey Golf Foundation, Summit Golf Brands, which leads B Dratty, Fairway and Green, Zero Restriction, EP New York. And of course, Jimmy, I'm wearing a nice Kelly Green belt today, a little FH Wadsworth. Check those guys out. The Belt Boutique guys there in New York City. Special thank you to Katie Rudolph and all those at the Young Benefactors and the First Tee of Met New York last night for having us up there to, to participate in the celebration of Barry Hyde and all that's going on good for the First Tee. And, uh, of course, i got to thank Joe on the board. You've been doing a great job today, Joe. Springdale Board of Governors, True and Golf Management, and most importantly, our listeners. So about this time, I'm getting ready to send you all over to Doug Gottlieb. And uh, you know what? I'm heading to Springdale. But where are you headed? Let the tower be your guide. And from the Turnpike to Trinity Forest, and of course, everywhere online, may you all have a Springdale day. You've been listening to Springdale Golf Live with Keith Stewart. Keith returns to the tee next Friday afternoon at 3 on Fox Sports 920 The Jersey.